Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Hello, Joel. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola. 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 So uh, I went in for a colonoscopy and... When uh, when it was done, she told me that um, they had removed a couple polyps, and she said, "No worries, you know, we'll, we'll monitor them." But one um, percent of all patients experience bleeding or whatnot, so no problem. Went home that night, uh, took an edible, fell asleep, woke up in the middle of the night, drenched in blood. Ooh, and, kidding me? Yeah, and so I, I went to the to the bathroom. And it's kind of weird sitting on the bathroom, looking in the toilet, seeing a bunch of blood, wondering what the heck's going on. My yeah. wife took me to the emergency room, 2.30 in the morning. I had to stay there the whole morning. Then they did another colonoscopy to fix the issue that next day. So I got two colonoscopies back-to-back. Yay! So got, what, what, what? And then I got a $4,500 bill. And I'm sure the, uh, the second one, you didn't have time to drink that stuff again. Nope, nope. I actually had dinner. They didn't say anything about it. They they took care of everything, and then they said you should be good to go. And then about what, did they nick something later, like a vein go. on the way in there? What? No, it was so one of the polyps they put like sutures on it or like a uh, little uh, clips on it, and it didn't hold. So they had to redo uh. that. And so that that yeah. Now, do you wake up? Looks like a little. Do you wake up because you're bleeding, or do you wake up and you're in a pool of blood? Uh, it was the, more the sensation. Okay. Uh, something just didn't feel right. I kind of felt like I was sweating, and I woke up, and it was dark, and I, I wear contacts. I can't see anything without them. I, my wife saw it, and she's like, oh, God. <laughs> and so I'm, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. I mean, from waking up and trying to, you know, try and figure out what actually is going on. And so, yeah, that was 24 hours uh, to colonoscopy. You know, but look, the, the good news in all this, not that it's good news, but at least you knew that you just had a surgery in the place you're bleeding from. I'm imagining Correct. if I wake up and there's yeah. a pool of blood yes. leaking out of my butt, like I have not had a medical procedure. Uh, that, that's and much a procedure, more alarming. you know, where you're not in pain. Right. So, you know, typically if you have something done, yeah, you're going to be sore exactly. in a certain area, whatever the deal is. I mean, with that, at least it's not like there's physical pain involved. It's a pain in the ass, no pun intended, but it's not physically <laughs> something that hurts you. So, like, it's not as bad as any other procedure, probably. Yeah, no, it was 
I had no feeling after that. I mean, I was fine. Yeah, right. I didn't use the bathroom normally, all that stuff. I mean, it's like, it was nothing like my, uh, my surgery. Good God. God. Hemorrhoids? Oh, my God. But it, I still have nightmares about that. <laughs> it was that bad. I got up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom, crying in pain. Like, I've never cried before as an adult because of physical pain. Right, because something hurt. I've, I've, oh, yeah. I, I'll, I'll cry reading an article online. You know what I mean? I'll be like, that'll tear me up a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? I never cry because of physical pain. And I mean, I'm just sitting there crying, running a bath at 3 o'clock in the morning because I need to use the bathroom, and that woke me up. But the problem is I can't use toilet paper or anything. I basically have to submerge myself in a bathtub <sighs> full of Epsom salts. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah. and let it clean. And it's burning, dude. It's like jumping into the ocean, you know what I mean, with a big cut. You right. Get this horrible burn. It's like, oh, God. That was the worst. And it's all your butt. What uh, what interrupted your precious sleepy time? 206-421-ROCK. Do all hemorrhoids have to have surgery, or do some people just live with them? I think some people live with them. It depends on the severity, right? Mine were so bad that they didn't, yeah, they, they were like, look, this is one of the worst cases we've seen. I was like, oh, good. Thanks for hitting that lottery. Yeah. That's the one I wanted. That's the one I wanted. <laughs> Come here, you gotta look at this. You know, on that one. You can't win a scratch off, but you have ultimate hemorrhoids. When I I had that varicose vein out of my leg, like the, they were like, this is taking a lot longer. And the doctor looks at like, and he's like, do you have to work tonight? She's like, no, no, no. I already called. I got out of my bartending shift. Like, I'm not missing this. Damn. And they're like pulling out this, and they're like, look at the size of that. (laughs) And I'm just on Xanax or something, just watching, all numbed up, watching them do it. I'm like. Is this big? And they're like, oh, dude, we've never seen one like this. Oh, wow. Yeah. My problem is when I woke up, I had an erection. So anytime (laughs) I get put under, I wake up and I know for a fact, there's no way if I'm asleep, I have an erection. So I know for a fact I'm sitting there through the whole entire surgery with an erection. I'm just like, I'm that guy. They're talking behind my back. They're just not going to tell me to my face. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Game is Big Dummy, 206-421-ROCK. Who's our next contestant ready to play the big game? Hello, Edward. Welcome to the men's room. Big Dummy! Edward, are you uh, sober or not sober? Well, I guess I'd be called uh, not sober. Not sober, Edward. Okay. All right, Edward, you can't do one at home anymore. Will it be poop, shower, sleep, or have sex? Well, I can't have sex at home anymore. That's my friend. They know. <laughs> so no more sex at home? Yeah. Okay. All right. Apparently you asked a very Thank stupid you, question. For the yeah. translation, I appreciate that. I speak drunk. That's <laughs> not yes, I like the show, and I admire them. And the pizza cheese. Last time I called it, it was too easy. It wasn't too oh, easy. It was too easy? Yeah, we apologize. Oh, well, Sorry yeah. that it was so, so easy. Yeah. All right, here is your question. Another simple one. Mm-hmm. Who released an album in 1999 under the persona Chris Gaines? Chris Gaines? Chris Gaines. I have no idea. I'm sorry. Now, see that one. Mark Brooks. Oh, wow. Yep. We went from arrogant to mm-hmm. nothing. 
Yep, Garth Brooks. Did he ever revisit that, Mike? Chris Gaines? It was like a big deal that he was going to do it. He was like... supposed to be making a movie, if I'm not mistaken, so there was going to be an album partnered with a movie that he was making, but he didn't convince anybody that it was actually real, so they kind of outed him about it, and then he did never visit again. I thought you were supposed to know that it wasn't. Were we supposed to think Chris Gaines was someone other than Garth I think Brooks? so. I think he oh, tried to yeah. pull one off that on people. Yeah, oh, well, then, yeah, he failed miserably. I thought everyone knew. All right, then. But at the but, same point in time, he was doing a bunch of Kissed covers. If you ever want to check out some good Garth Brooks, check out Kiss. What's called? No, Kiss yeah. My Ass. That's the name of it. Yeah, well, and like exactly. people are accepting of it now. Well, that's like, the people irony. put out different albums. Like this was gonna be completely different. I'm changing my name for this album. But yeah, when he did it, it was like, "What do you know, Garth?" Yeah. All right, your question: multiple choice, gorilla, chimpanzee, or orangutan. Which ape's name means man of the forest? Orangutan. There you go. Two uh-huh. and done. Nice work, Edward. Game is big dummy. 206-421-ROCK. He was fun. Yeah, he was a lot of fun. You can tell, like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Good guy. Could you tell... Okay, let me ask you a serious question here, right? What if Chris Gaines came out with a second album right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. And we know that Chris Gaines is a fictitious person. Right. And we know that Correct. the first Chris Gaines, album, Chris Gaines album was Garth Brooks. Now, what if a different artist came out with a follow-up to the first Chris Gaines album, but you didn't know who that person was? I think it's a brilliant idea if every time Chris Gaines put out an album... It's a different person. It's, it's a, a different, different artist. But if they play a show, like they still have to play all of the music from right. the other albums as well. It's kind of like exactly. Ghost. Yeah, the but band Ghost. It's like they're... Really? It's like there's five or six uh, Spider-Mans. You know what I'm saying? There's five or six Batmans. There right, right, be five right. or six Chris Gaines. You just don't know who it is until they release the album. Yeah, but Mike's right. Doesn't Ghost is like change singers? But he's always like the father or right. something. Are they different singers or is it just a different image no. for him? I haven't quite. It's the same, it's the same singer always okay. with a different persona gotcha. and a different band uh-huh. around it. Most of the time, the, those guys go and do other things. They're tired of being ghosts or whatever the hell the deal is. But he puts on a different he puts on a different kind of perspective as far as who his character is. I like your Chris Gaines idea. Yeah. Like, look, we, we'll just all agree that he'll be the pop rock whatever and whatever up and coming yeah. artist. You get to be Chris Gaines for an album, right? And it could be from any genre. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. You know, it could be, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, Dave Grohl. It could be Corey Taylor. It could be anybody, you know, Flavor, it could be a new country artist. Yeah, seriously. I would check it out. Well, I really would. You would know. You would know. You're right. It's like Batman or James Bond, right? There's always a big deal about who's going to play this same freaking character. So you can have people debate online like, I can't believe Dave Grohl is going to be Chris Gaines. He's above right, that exactly. Well, you know he would but crush you, it. I know. But you wouldn't know until they released the album who it was. They just put the album out there. Then you got to figure it out. I'm down so with So they that. don't tell you. Yeah. Maybe they can debut at the Grammys. Give me a reason to watch it. Yeah. You know, why the hell not? Or a different Chris Gaines album every couple of years. All right, the game is Big Dummy, 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Timothy. Welcome to the men's room. Big Dummy. Hola. 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 Timothy, are you sober or not sober? No. Wait. I'm yes. guessing that's not sober. How do you answer that question? No, for the last 30 minutes since I've been home, I've been taking a shot every time an answer got wrong on Big Dummy. That's so not I'm a good idea. That is not a good idea. That's a twist on the game. Shots, to be honest. All right, Timothy, you can't do one at home anymore. Will it be poop, shower, sleep, or have sex? It's hard. It's between shower and sex, to be honest with you. Um, 
just pooping and sleeping. There's no more comfortable place than home. <laughs> Agreed. Um, Hell, I was doing it in my bed now. I'd have to go with shower. Get find right, the shower. gym, find somewhere to shower. Yeah. Truck stops are good. I mean, I think shower and sex are, are, to me, like, he's right. Like, I'm not giving up pooping at home or sleeping at home. I would give up sleeping at home before pooping at home. Pooping at home, to me, that is the single most. I did not realize how important it was to me until we asked this question. And look, I'll poop in a place that I need to poop. But if you said you can't poop at home, I, I could not go on. I'm just picturing. I have a habit. I go home from work every day, even though I'm about 20 minutes away from my home and I have an hour lunch. I go home on lunch just so I can take a comfortable poop. Sure. Yeah, if I live close enough, like, dude, I'm, I'm dropping a real one. Like, I'm going home. Yeah. And it's not the same as at work or anywhere else, you know, trying to pull over to a rest stop and poop. Like, it's, you don't have the relaxing comfortability to be able to release those certain muscles to, you know what I'm saying. Oh, no. Are we you know saying exactly that your sphincter is tight, Timothy, when you play an away game? <laughs> That's right. That's why they call him tight sphincter Timothy. How did you not know that, Miles? Mm-hmm. All it's right. Like silly that. Nobody out. calls me that except for my mother. <laughs> yes, just um, when she's mad. Tight feet that Timothy. Get home now. That's right. All right, Timothy, here is your question. What does a farrier do to horses? Uh, fixes their feet. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. They All shoe right, the what, horses. What shoes on? Yes. They might that do other things with the horses, but officially uh, they shoe the horses, yes. So the blacksmith okay. makes them. And then the farrier, the farrier puts them on. Yeah, puts them on. I guess uh, humans are the same way. What, what are you talking about? Like, if you work at a shoe store, you don't make them. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but if you're putting a pair of shoes on a lady, that's one thing, man. I mean, I'm not telling you, you're going to get kicked in the head doing that job. That's a dangerous profession. Yeah, I well, you got to talk to the horse. you got to calm it down. But also, Still, I don't you know. say it's kind of like humans. All right, that's fair. You probably are not making the sho- shoes. Correct. But it's not like when I go home, a separate person from that store comes over and puts them on. Like, once I buy them, it's up to me to put my yeah. shoes on. I but want I want to... a human farrier. I want someone to come to my home and place my shoes on my feet. Oh, here's the thing. I do not. That's awkward. Much, much like the person who works in the shoe store who has that thing that has the measurements on it, yeah. knows your width and your length and all that. A farrier's got to come out. He's got to custom fit that hoof before he even goes back to the blacksmith and tells him, like, dude, this horse, he's a size seven. You know what I'm saying? You can't just walk in there, you know what I mean, and put a random pair of shoes on just anybody. Right. You might have so like, like a he, shack horse, you know, the equivalent of like a size got, 18. Yeah, he's got two appointments. You know what I'm saying? He's got <laughs> a setup appointment. Then he goes to blacksmith. Then he comes back. He fits the shoe. Now, are all four feet the same size? On a horse? Yeah. Not sure. Yeah. I mean, I really don't know. Don't know either. Like with the front being nine and a half and, and the back is seven. I just, I, I don't know. I didn't even think about the fact they had different size horseshoes. Well, yeah, you got different size horses, man. Hmm. Sure. It's not a one-size-fits-all operation. Horses Maybe clown are. shoes are. <laughs> All of my horses are clown shoes. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Time to open wide and sample <laughs> Ted's meat. And potatoes. Now... Here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nougat. Crowd goes wild. Thank you, folks. Thank you. All right, first dates. They can be awkward. They can be a lot of things. I will say this, though. Generally, the head chef's plan, like, I feel like a first date is usually a cup of cocktails or a cup of coffee and kind of... Does that count, or is that just meeting up for the first time? I mean, look, why don't we say your first dinner out? Right, because you're right. First date, a lot of times, yeah. I'm at the bar. You know, you have cocktail. Yeah. You may or may not eat, but it's about the drinks. Loosen things up. Uh-huh. Right. See if see if you can, uh, if you want to spend. Sit down at a meal with you. Correct. For an hour or so. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, because having a meeting up for drinks or coffee, simple. You can you can get in, get out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, if you're like, oh, this is actually fun. I want to take you out to dinner. Like, all right. Because if you want to go to a movie, you just want to sit there and not talk to him for two hours. Yeah, save that for marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll go somewhere together, then we won't talk. That's a brilliant play. We'll sit in a dark room and not speak to each other. Yeah. The only thing worse than that is being like, hey, you want to go to a restaurant and get dinner? No. Let's pack it up and go sit in grass. Oh, God. Jesus. Men hate picnics. It's just it's just a thing. Yeah. That's all. It's boring. If you want me to sit on the beach and drink beer? Cool. Right. All right. Plus, who's got a picnic basket on the ready? To me, that's a red flag. Like, wait, you have a basket. And I'm willing to bet $20 there's a picnic basket somewhere in your home, throw. We're married. We have children. I'm okay with that. All right. I don't know where it is if you do, and you're probably right. Yeah. But I feel like it's different. Like, wait, you're single. You said let's have a picnic. I'm thinking grocery bags. You have a basket. Well, I think it also it also tells a story. The wicker picnic basket (laughs) says that you Mm. brought a bottle of wine or you uh, bought a bottle of champagne. There are glasses on the top. Now, if you bring that, you know, that nice insulated cooler. I know you got a six pack cooler speaks to my language, right? It's It's a completely different message you're sending. If you got the one you throw over your shoulder, you know what I mean? The thermal job, whatever cruising in you got a six-pack of rainier something like that but the basket says we're having wine to me that sucks and food you don't want to eat yeah it really does my cheese but you know whatever i do but i don't call that a meal like i'm just sitting outside eating cheese the hell are we doing you gotta push yourself to the limits you eat that cheese so a new survey uh asked people what foods were best uh, best to order on a first date, and what were the worst? Now, again, right. this list is kind of weird, right? 
So the number one pizza, they said, Jesus. <laughs> the number one food, they said, for a first date. Throw, can you guess? Uh, I'm going to say pizza. Pizza. Damn, he's good. You know what? Because it's a shareable thing if you order the whole one. Right. And it's kind of a finger food. It's not so messy that you look disgusting. And more than likely, you meet very few people that don't like pizza. You might not Correct. like certain kind, but like if you say I don't like pizza, like, well, we can't date. Yeah. You make no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Get, get out of my home. Uh, so these are the ones they're saying are the best. So they said pizza uh, followed by burgers. Okay. I mean, that's it's casual, you know. Yeah, I feel like if you're getting a burger, I I don't I will say this. Pizza and burgers both, though, in the last, I don't know, 15 years have really done a change. Like, to me, pizzas were always, there, there was, like, delivery pizza. You might have had a local pizza spot. Right. But pizzas were always relatively the same. Mm-hmm. Now there's, like, fancy high-end pizza and this and that. Also known as the ones you don't want to eat. Really? Artichoke and goat cheese? That's uh, why I'm yeah, here. Yeah, I get into some of them. But again, I'm not saying they're the it's worst like pizza, thing, but like, like you ordered an entire pizza. Like to me, artichoke and, and goat cheese and all that, like that's fine. Make that like a small flatbread appetizer. Like you just ordered a 15 inch pizza and those are the toppings. Yeah, it's good. Come point. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, they said salad. Now, see, that's the other thing, too. You got to remember, it's a fr- if this is a first date, first time going out to dinner, Everybody's not going to be super comfortable ordering what they normally would. So I feel like salads would show up on this list a lot. Yeah, but but is that your meal? Sure. Well, you know, that's one of the that's when you get a salad that's kind of masquerading as a salad. So like a wedge salad. Basically yeah. it's blue cheese and bacon with lettuce oh, somewhere awesome. in there. Or you just get like a Caesar salad with chicken in it. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, it's okay. still delicious. All right, or like, all right, I got what's you. the favorite one I love? That gyro salad, which I'm Ooh, pretty yeah. Right, it's like, yeah, I just want the mm. crunch of the lettuce and some onion in there and some cucumbers. But basically, yeah, I should have just got the gyro. Yeah, get a gyro. They, they do all of that and then wrap it for you. Uh, after that, they said steak. But I okay. feel like we're trying to impress now, which I like it. Clearly, you're trying to impress. Correct. After that, they, just, you're hungry. That's what you want. They said ice <laughs> you know? cream. Now, I feel like if you get to the point where we're going out for ice cream afterwards mm-hmm. and you care about, you know what I mean? Like, okay. That's a good sign. But But to me, ice cream, if you really like each other, I I don't know why, but I feel like ice cream, you will get ice cream after dinner, but you go somewhere else to get it. Correct. Right? Even if they offer it at the restaurant, like, yeah, I'm going to hotcakes or something like that. I mean, honestly, like it's, to me, if I'm ordering dessert, I'm at the same place, Mm -hmm. then I'm probably at a steakhouse that has like. Very true. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, like Wait, what's 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 better to get the dessert at the restaurant where you ate dinner and just extend the conversation so you could have another beverage, or Ooh, nice move. leave the place. You know what I mean, and then drive, stand in a line, bunch of crazy kids, so you can get like an ice cream cone that's organic. See, to me, I mean, you know, unless you're just like a close Baskin Robbins or something, you know. Like, yeah, but throw for up a good point. Go the restaurant, like with hotcakes and stuff, that place is so good. And those giant cookies, like, but I well, yeah, really like mine because it ain't cheap. It is very good. The line's long, and there's a reason the line is long. There's a reason it's not cheap. It's worth it. See, but I have to, me, to those really places, like you. To me, those places are one or the other. Like you might order in a pizza at night. You know what I mean? And just kind of hang out. You're watching TV or whatever. Sure. So like we should go get some ice cream. You know, one or the other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you won't go not out for both, both in the same night. No, not both <laughs> in the same night. You get one, you get the other. Well, I'm just well, wrapping I'm not my getting dessert in the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I, for some reason, like it, if it's not high end, I don't feel like I eat dessert. Like you, you are, really. I would almost always go somewhere else. But you're right, a steakhouse or like a fancy Italian joint, 
I'm always going to be like, oh, we should get dessert here. They have tiramisu. With the exception of Cheesecake Factory. Well, based on the, well, what the food is, I'd rather go big early because I like appetizers more than I like desserts. So true. I'd rather sit there and yeah. have like an appetizer or two and eat more then than do it on the backside. Uh, let's see. Uh, again, these are the top 10 uh, best uh, th- foods to order on a first date. They say a roast dinner. A roast dinner? Sure. A little pot roast, some potatoes. Uh, it just seems so heavy to me. Well, we don't know. We don't know what he looks like or what she looks like. Maybe they they meet up. It's their first date, and they go, "You know what? I really love pot roast." And he's like, "You son of a or, you, you know what? I'm gonna <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm in." <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're looking for someone with an appetite, that's a test. All right. Next on the list, lasagna. Okay. I mean. Lasagna is great. Well, Another, you, again, just a dish I do not order out much. It's just too, again, I love lasagna. Make no mistake, but it's such a heavy dish. Look, anyone going on a date, at least I can speak for all men, we're hoping to get laid at yeah. the end of it. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. Lasagna is too heavy. You know, right. now you're all Lasagna is something uh, you try to make it like after you've been dating for a while to impress her and have her come over for dinner. Right. Like to me, that's, that's, that's what you make it's a little, if, it, if things go well. It's a little messy for a first date. I, well, you know what I mean? You're carving into it with with your fork or maybe even a knife, and it's spilling its guts all over the plate and whatnot. It's just a mess. It's okay yeah. if the spillage is on the plate. When it ends up on your face, that's when things are not going to go your way. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean, I feel safer. Machiavelli. I feel safer keep it eating lasagna in my mouth than like getting pizza sauce all over my face for pizza. That's true. All right, next on the list, you're gonna like this, Miles. Chicken wings. Ah, see now I know if you're gonna pick the bone clean or not. <laughs> Yeah, I've done wings. And I'm for- telling you, like, I have a real problem with that. If you put the if you put the thing down and I see a big chunk of meat on there, I'm like, dude, finish the wing. Because like yeah. when my kids would do that, I would finish those. You know what I'm saying? Yo, <laughs> yeah. Like, but oh, again, dude, you, with you your- didn't do that. I'm taking the rest of that. I think it's different with family. Like you, this is your first date with her. Like, sure, I'll make out you with her later. There. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not trying to eat your. Food. I'm not, yeah, I try to eat yeah. her bones. No, 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 no. Okay. Can I have your crust? Uh, next on the list, stir fry, <laughs> which that sounds fun. Everybody likes a stir fry. I feel like you're having a good time, yeah. And then last on the list, mm-hmm. a chocolate brownie. These were the best foods. Okay. Now, here's, here's okay. foods they said to avoid on a first date. Corn on a cob. That's not going to look sexy. Mm-hmm. It depends how she eats it. All right. Uh, curry, which... <laughs> well, yeah. come on. Yeah. Then the rest of it is basically sushi or ribs. So you can't have ribs, but I could sit there and eat wings. I think just because ribs are so much bigger, I don't know. You're right. The mess is the same. Yeah. It's on your fingers. It's on the side of your mouth, right? Yeah, I don't care. Did you say sushi? No, but it, oh. oh, yeah, sushi's on there. Sushi's on there. Crabs on there. Lobster, prawns, mm. and oysters. What? I think sushi's a great date. It does not make a mess. It's eating it as much as you want, right? I mean, it's... Yeah, I don't yeah. get that one, man. And you don't, right? And you don't like you might be hungry later, but you're not going to feel over full. No, you still have sex and go out and get that ice cream later. And oysters. And I think if the date uh, goes really well, you get the uh, the chocolate chip cookie that they freshly bake in the skillet with a scoop of ice cream on top, and you split it. Oh yeah. Where is this sushi yeah. joint? <laughs> I don't know. It's not at that place. No. Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill: The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. Davis Big Dummy, 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Elmer. Welcome to the men's room. Big Dummy! Liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. Elmer, are you sober or not sober? 
Commuting home. All right. All right. You have great breakfast food. Hang on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You can't hey, do one at on. home anymore. Will it be poop, shower, sleep, or have sex? Uh, sleep. Sleep? Where are you going to sleep? Yeah. Around. <laughs> Good <laughs> answer. Okay, Elmer. Get some. Hey, wait. I got to tell Ted something. What's up, Elmer? Hey, man, you know they tore the bowling alley down in Anacortes. You can't get a drink at Storks anymore. They tore down the San Juan Lanes? Yep, they did. Damn it. Best fish and chips of the state. (laughs) Or it was. Sorry, man. I can see Ted crying on Zoom. I know. (laughs) You know what, Miles? You'll appreciate this. Spent a lot of times in that bowling alley. Never once bowled. (laughs) Right. They had had like a cool, they had good food and a good little bar. Damn, Elmer. All right. Thanks. Yep. Uh, by the way, Miles, we've been given mm-hmm. some information about the world of farriers. So it turns out okay. that the farrier is a type of blacksmith, and they make the shoes on site. So what they do, they bring a bunch of different size horseshoes. They have a mobile furnace, and then they shape them to fit. Oh, oh all right. That is some serious like business, that. man. God damn. It's like getting on Converse.com and making your own shoe. You know what I'm saying? It really is, man. Just like yeah, just that. Just like that. Except still, they don't put them on my feet. All right, Elmer, here is your question. What year was the first iPhone released? 2009. 2007. Oh. Just makes me feel old. What was it? Was it an iPhone 1? I think at the time it was just iPhone. iPhone. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You get cocky when you say part one, you know? (laughs) Uh, Hey, Elmer, sorry. One more question. What are they putting in there? You know uh, what they're putting in there. They, they, they just leveled it. I have no idea. All right. You know damn well what they're putting in there. They're putting it in one of those uh, apartment buildings. You know what I'm saying? No, it wouldn't surprise me. It looks me. like every other apartment building. Exactly. God, you are not kidding. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. When I find With out, retail in the, the bottom. Thanks, Elmer. Yeah, retail yeah. in the bottom. So you can open up a restaurant that has an open seating plan. Everybody's wearing those they, fancy aprons because I've never seen a restaurant like this. You need to open a brothel. Well, I'm in. I'm yeah. in. Yeah. That would be good. That'd be good for tourism. Are you here for the bar or for the bowling? <laughs> right. I'm Come here on. for the bowling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They'll call it ballers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's your question. What was the name of the monster killed by Beowulf? Oh. Wolf. Hmm. It was Grindel. Grindel. No offense. I know it's supposed to be a fearsome monster. I just feel like you should have a better name. Like, Grindel doesn't sound scary. It sounds like a Sesame Street character. No, but it sounds like uh, Elmer and Grindel could be a couple. Ooh, Elmer and Grindel are coming over. I feel like it sounds like a gross part of your body. She's she's bringing her jello mold. Dude, her Grindel was sticky, man. Yeah, I don't know. Fruit in it. I know. She a freak, though. She touched my Grindel. She grabbed me by the Grindel? Mm-hmm. She ran two fingers on my Grindel. I'll do whatever she says now. (laughs) I was all like, ooh. (laughs) Muskrat love? Grindel love. Is that a Grindel stain on my bed sheets? Mm. Touch Mm. it again. The The Grindel grip. Down on my Grindle. <laughs> the Grindle grip. I had a Grindle. I haven't had my Grindle touch since last time I was at the San Juan Lakes. <laughs> All right. 
Is that where you put your thing in that donut up there, Ted? <laughs> put your Grindel in a donut. Yeah, do it slow. Is that the same town? That's that Grindel. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. All right. We just run Beowulf for, <laughs> for literature teachers everywhere. Why are my children giggling? Well, <laughs> kind of Grindel ain't so scary anymore. We got to defeat the Grindel. Yeah, so when they say Beowulf killed the Grindel, like, yeah, I bet he did. Yeah, he crushed it. <laughs> Probably needs a nap afterwards. <laughs> Walked out of a cave smoking a cigarette, licking his fingers. <laughs> All right. See, I'd have read the goddamn story if it were entertaining. I want to get that part about Grendel. Mm. All right. Here's your question. Did you just see the glazed donut? No, man. I just crushed the Grendel. Yo, what you eat, man? It smells like Grendel in here. You got a hair and a cheese. Right? Yeah, I'm just steaming some shrimp. Jesus. <laughs> Long one. <laughs> oh, man, that's. Whew. And remember, Billy, cover your Grindel before you go out there. All right. Here's you your question for your Grindel. <laughs> you got a dry, itchy Grindel, boy. You better go see a doctor. <laughs> I mean, listen, son, you don't have to wear the jock strap of the cup, but your Grindel's going to be unprotected. <laughs> That's up to you. Don't get Beowulf hey, out there. You might not care now, but when you're about 14, you're going to care about that Grindel. Right. When you're out of Little League, you'll give a crap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Protect the Grindel. Hey, Coach, it's T-Ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. I almost called you Grindel. Jesus. All right, Elmer. Sorry, man. <laughs> Speaking of Grindles, which member of the royal family is currently the defendant in a sex abuse lawsuit? Oh, man. Uh, like with... Related to the Ghislaine Maxwell stuff. Like the queen basically oh, said, you're on your own. Epstein, uh, stuff. Yeah. Prince Albert. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew. Yes, indeed. Prince Andrew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Albert's when you split it in half like you're opening up a Frank. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call him Spatchcock. You want that, you want that pig to squeal? <laughs> Prince Albert. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. All right. Your question, the Strait of Magellan is part of what continent? Oh, South America. All right. Well done, we sir. Yeah, yeah, too easy. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. I wish I could have a do-over from the one time I did blank, 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Tanner. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, guys. Hola. Hola. Okay, so Thrill and Ted, hey, man, don't diss on the crystal light. I'm with you, Miles. <laughs> yeah. I got you back, no, no, we're not hating on Crystal Light. I just wouldn't mix it with whiskey. I would just do the shot, then drink the Especially, Crystal Light. I might do lemon Crystal Light with whiskey. Yeah, with some vodka. But, but See, would, sir? All right. Would you do mm-hmm. Maker's Mark? PD-ass Maker's Mark. Would you mix that with, what was it, fruity, fruit-flavored Crystal Light? It was fruit punch. And Tanner, uh, I also had a delicious uh, coconut shrimp uh, dinner last night. So it paired well with that. <laughs> yeah, see, perfect, man. But no, the uh, the crystal. No, see, I, I, would, I would I would take a shot of the Maker's Mark and then just thank you. Sip on that, that is all light. we're saying, right? Man. If you had vodka, I'd mix in the fruit punch. But I'm like, ah, exactly. I like yeah. Hershey Kisses. I like Star Kiss Tuna. Not eating them at the same time. That's all. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so what I would do over though would be probably April 29th of 2017. Uh oh. Um, that's uh. I decided to tie one on a pretty, it was pretty rough and, um, I should have known better and I made a fatal mistake and I just want to make this announcement. Nobody should ever drink and drive. Don't do it. Well, yeah, um, yeah, it's a yeah. bad idea. And it's just, I was young and I made a mistake and I should have known better when I dropped my keys trying to put them in the door, but, uh, <laughs> I risked it and, uh, I ended up, uh, falling asleep or with the judge that as I pass out behind the wheel. And then uh, thank God nobody got hurt and nobody was injured. Was the vehicle uh, moving did. when you passed out? Yes. I uh, fell asleep with a full throttle on a straight stretch. And then I rolled about for about 70 feet. So, um, through an intersection. Did you sustain any yeah. injuries? Oh yeah. I broke two ribs, um, both black eyes, but the greatest thing about it, like I said, is nobody got injured, uh, besides me. And um, I was asleep, so uh, I was just limp in there and just kind of rolled around properly. The seatbelt was on, um, obviously, and I'm not that dumb. <clears throat> I was dumb enough to get behind the wheel. But, uh, yeah, I just rolled around in there, and it was on its side when I woke up. Jesus. And, yeah. I was going to say, did you wake up before so. help arrived, or did you wake up when the when the <clears throat> responders got there? Yeah, I woke up before help arrived. And then I crawled out of it, and then it was on its side, and it was just a nightmare. So yeah, I was smoking, and there was, yeah, it was terrible. I uprooted a stump with the thing, and it was a Toyota Corolla. Ooh. So, yeah, I was pretty broken up, but thankfully I was passed out. But I'll never forget, I was like, man, how did I get so messed up? And I was at this bar, 
and uh, you know, obviously. And uh, but I'll never forget. I was like, man, I got so many drinks bought for me tonight. Like I, I'm, you know, I'm not the greatest looking dude, but I was like, man, this is awesome. Like I've never had so many drinks bought for me. This is really cool. And then I went to walk out of the bar. They went, have a good night, sweetie. And it was a male bartender. And I went, oh, <laughs> this is a gay bar. <laughs> but, man, I got so many drinks bought for me that night. But, yeah, it cost me about $8,000 just so like everybody know. And, uh, yeah, don't do it. You know what, Tanner, that actually mm-hmm. annoys me. When we, uh, the fir- well, no, no, no. When we, when we interviewed for the job in Seattle, all right, it was Christmas night, I want to say, back in Christmas 2004. Christmas night in Seattle. And, I mean, nothing's open Sounds for all like the obvious song. reasons. It, God damn, it does. Yeah. But we had no money, right? But we wanted to keep drinking. So Miles and I are like, hey, man, let's go to this gay bar. Hope the guys, much like Tanner here, you know, will buy us drinks. We walk in. No one's buying us drinks. Nothing. I mean, not not a well, goddamn thing. first of all, what? We, we walk by, the, uh, we walk by the, the place, and pool tables are in there. Sure. This bar is huge. I think it's down near where the youth center is now. I think it's yes. that, That's that what old it is. building. Yeah. Uh, right near the rebar and right across the street mm-hmm. from or down the street from the uh, Spring Hill Suites. And it was a two-part bar. Like one side was pool tables. And the other side was like dancing and they had live bands and all that stuff. But it was one of the only bars that was open in the area because it's, you know, it's Christmas night. And not only that, the place is packed. Yes, I it mean, was. it is packed. And we were trying to get guys, hopefully, to buy us drinks so we could keep drinking. And finally, this dude walks over and basically calls us out and says, why are you guys here? We said, oh, you know, man, we're just at the bar. Trying we're trying to, to drink. Drinks. And it's like, are you waiting for people to buy you drinks? And we said, look, we're going to level with it. Yeah, look, we're dead broke. We're here from out of town. We're hoping someone will find us hot, try to get us drunk, buy us drinks. And I was, it's the only time I felt insulted by the statement. He goes, you guys look too hetero. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. What, what do we have to do different? He's like, no, it's just, it's just who you are. It's like, you look too hetero. So no one knows. I'm Everyone a service demand. They don't have a chance. I'm but, a service demand for dinner and drinks. But they ended up. You should have said that. Hey, you should have led with that. At that point. They bought us drinks. They bought us drinks because we came clean about why we were there. We shot pool. Had a great time, man. Nobody hit on us, but you know, we had a great time. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what happens Not when like you the bar in New alcohol. Orleans where that guy just took me up all day and didn't do anything for you. He would ignore my ass. <laughs> yeah. Sitting right next to The entire day. <laughs> Can I get you something We couldn't else? figure out why. Because <laughs> we got there so early, there were, no, there were no other customers in there, so we didn't know. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the couple started lining up and coming in, and we realized, there's no women walking in here. Oh, this is a tell. I thought the guy was racist or something. Like, no. This is after three and a half hours. <laughs> we finally figured it out. This is it. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at men's room live. All right, and we made it to Dragon Time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve at Throw Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and today, well, today, you know what, we toast the City Council of Vancouver, British Columbia. Now, earlier this week, this past Tuesday, in fact, the Vancouver City Council, they held its first public meeting of the year. So the first time they got together in 2022, but this wasn't just council business, where they talked to each other about the boring stuff. They also opened it up to the public, because let's face it, when it comes to politics, it is important that we all get involved uh, because of COVID restrictions and all the rest. You had to call in. So like anything, you'd submit your name, generally speaking, what your question is about. 
and then they'll pull you up, much like we do on the radio show, right? We have sure. your name over here. Right. So, and we get to you. So we're going to let you listen to City Councilor Peter Fry. He turns turned his attention to the public for their comments. Uh, but here's audio of him soliciting the first caller. Listen closely. No further questions from council. Um, we're going to now hear from the public, uh, starting with speaker number one, Jack and Daddy Off. Jack and Daddy Off. Speaker number one, Jack and Daddy Off. So in case you missed that, last name Daddy Off, maybe first name Jack, middle initial N. This dude called for him three times. Never, you can look at the video. It never occurs to him what he's saying. And then the guy who goes by the name actually went on the phone, had a conversation with him about mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, he's like looking for Jack and Daddy Off. Jack. Jesus, come on. <laughs> I know, dude. It's just. Yeah. Ah, so we toast them. Let's drink. <laughs> we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. 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 So over the tongue, <laughs> the throat, to party in our tummies. Down the hole, hole, bitch, hole. Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Oh, man. A Double Flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 